Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and attends a gala for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And you can give us a rating on whatever podcast app you are currently using or in the future will use someday. And with that, today's episode is Runaways Season 1, Episode 6, Metamorphosis. Original air date, December 12th. 2017. And here's a rundown of what happens in this week's episode. In a flashback, Jonah gives the Wilders his old house in Brentwood. Then we see all of the Pride parents at their first meeting there, where they kill someone for Jonah. None of the parents are happy about it because they didn't know they were going to kill someone. Then they find out they were being recorded during it, so now they can't stop Jonah. And Leslie, I guess she was the the one parent who was uh, okay with it. Jonah, uh, in present day, Jonah wants to meet her, Carolina, his daughter. Nico gets some training on the staff from her mom, Tina. Carolina starts researching people turning into light. Her uh, grandpa drew people all lit up. Victor Stein spies on a meeting between his wife, Janet, and Robert Minoru. Uh, Janet says uh, she's going to leave Victor, and Robert gives her a gun as a precaution. The parents are all quote-unquote better in the teenager's eyes, nicer, happier, etc., etc., Uh, So some of the teenagers are having second thoughts on taking them down, but the show must go on, so they go through with their plan of sneaking into the wizard company at the gala that night. In order to keep up appearances, they all go together in a limo. At one point, Frank and Jonah meet, and he remembers seeing Jonah and Leslie sleeping together while being totally awake. He doesn't know why he remembers that. Uh, Molly might be ruining part of the plan by texting Catherine Wilder, asking for info on her parents, then tells Catherine she didn't see anything, just some weird robes, and now Catherine is concerned. Nico and Alex make it into the wizard server room and are not able to get uh, any of the video evidence, evidence. so they go down to Tina's office and get into the system. They get enough data off of the system, Uh, it's encrypted, but they have something. Carolina goes up to the rooftop and drinks alone. She said her life is a lie, that her mom kills people, her religion might be fake real, and mostly that she's into girls but won't tell anyone. But it all ends up okay when she falls off a ledge and learns she can fly, which is one of the best times to learn that you can fly. Um, But, you know, while it's not the best, it's still pretty cool. Finally, the Pride parents give their speech at the gala. Victor uses it as a way to tell the world that Janet and Robert are sleeping together, but while awake, you know, just like Leslie and Jonah. After passing out on stage from his brain tumor, Leslie convinces Jonah to help. Jonah injects Victor with a special serum, and it seems to help. Yay. Ooh. I don't know how happy I should be that Victor is okay, because he's not a great guy. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm also kind of surprised... Because I, I thought they were done. I thought Pride didn't need to do anything anymore. But actually, now that I think about it, I do remember the season finale vaguely. And I, I guess they still need to be around a little bit. So never mind. Yeah. All right, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do? You didn't see that coming? Um, the title is Metamorphosis, which is the book that the security guy is reading. But also, Carolina's going through a metamorphosis and becoming a beautiful butterfly who can fly. Also, like, mm-hmm. becoming her truer self. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, Metamorphosis. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of something else, too, for Metamorphosis, but I've got nothing. No one else is I mean, changing. Uh, Victor it changed his complete personality after his tumor was cured. <laughs> At least he seems like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's he's very different than what he was before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yep, that's it. Yeah, I've got yeah. nothing else. Um. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Al. Do you have any fast facts? <laughs> uh, I do have one. I'm okay. pretty sure it's on your list because it's an obvious one. So we get a Stanley cameo. Yay! In an obviously films, yeah, obviously filmed separately from everyone else cameo. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That Al, that was actually the next thing I was going to say, and that's why I gave it to you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I would have at least noticed that one. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know, uh, do you recognize uh, Jonah, where you've seen him before? Oh, the the actor who plays yeah. Jonah? Yeah. Yeah, he was, um, he played Balthazar in Charmed. Oh, yep, that's exactly what I was going for. <laughs> oh, Anywhere seriously? Else? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... I know I've seen him in things. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was the main character on Nip Tuck, which is a show I never watched, but uh, I always saw commercials for it. And I think that's it. That's, that's all he, I think. Know he of. was Victor Von Doom in Fantastic Four and Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, that's right. He was. I thought you knew, and you were jo- like, I knew he was in Charmed, but I thought you were joking. <laughs> No, he wasn't charmed. Totally. Yeah. No. I uh, no, I I did completely like every time one of those movies is on TV, and I just need to kill like five or ten minutes, so I put it on. I see him, and I remember like, oh yeah, that's right, he was in this for some stupid yeah. reason. Uh yeah. All right. I mean, I I feel like everyone regrets being in those two movies, but what do you mean? You know, I, <laughs> those are the bet. <laughs> Those, I don't know how to say it. They're not the best. I like those movies. They're stupid. But I really enjoy them. I, so one of my roommates in college was super excited for Rise of the Silver Surfer. And Uh I just kept telling him for months that that movie was going to be so bad. uh, But he would not believe me. He he thought this is going to be the best thing ever. Uh, And then we go and see it. And I was so happy that I was right. I remember a very great day where me and my friend uh, played through the entire Simpsons video game. Then we went to see Rise of Silver Surfer, then stopped at GameStop and played through maybe not the entire, but a big chunk of Marvel Ultimate Alliance. And that's like one of my great, my most fun days of just, you know, being in your early 20s and not having a job and just doing whatever the hell you want. That was great. So I have a soft spot for <laughs> Resident Silver Surfer. Even though if I okay. watch it now, Galactus Cloud would probably still disappoint me. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, good times. I uh, I can't wait to see what they do in the MCU. We'll, we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I mean, we... I mean, we can't... I mean, it's on Disney Plus already by the time this comes out. We see what happens to um, Mr. Fantastic, so I guess it's going to be the Fantastic Three, right? Uh, well, he did say he had kids, so five. Yeah, well, it's, I can't if, remember. If the... they join, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Or what if they do the Fantastic Four? But it's like, who was on the Fantastic Four? Uh, that there was like Spider Man, She Hulk, Medusa from um, Inhumans, and I can't remember who the fourth one was. But it was like <laughs> when the Fantastic Four go missing, they take over as the Fantastic Four. <laughs> I want to see that. I love the hype of a Fantastic Four movie, but it's those four. <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. Up. <laughs> Who oh. the other one was? Oh my god! So many people have been in the Fantastic Four. It's crazy. <laughs> oh, oh god! Yes, yeah. Scott Lang was on the Fantastic Four. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's not like they're mutants. It's not like. You know, it's the X Men or any like anyone can join and leave, like you know when uh, um, who was it? Uh, I I completely forgot the guy's name, the Flame On guy. Uh, when he died, yeah, the yeah, Human Torch. When he died for a while, someone took over uh, for him. I forget who. Uh, yeah, that that happens. Yeah. Black Panther and Storm. All right, well. I don't know when they <laughs> happened, but like, wow, a lot of people have been on the, Luke Cage has been on the Fantastic Four. I want, I want the Fantastic Four to be everyone except for, you know, uh, Johnny, Franklin, Sue, and uh, Ben. I want everyone else to be on the Fantastic Four in the movie. <laughs> oh, I want the opposite. I want, I want the, the original four to be gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, they're they're old, right? They they've aged out, and it's the the kids that um, Sue and Mister um, Fantastic had. I can't remember his name. Reed. Uh, the, the, I called him Reed. Franklin. The son is uh, Franklin. Franklin and Valeria. Okay, I, I want it to be the kids, and then I don't know two other random people. Sure, why not? They're like, yeah, you know, our our parents were the Fantastic Four. We should maybe we should make a team, uh, and we should get uh, friends that aren't just the two of us. Speed uh, and Wiccan. So it's just two weird people. Mm-hmm. Huh? Speed, uh, Wanda's kids. Speed oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah. Well, why wouldn't they be in the Young Avengers? Huh? All right. Um, yeah, that's all I have for my fast facts that actually went really long. But I'll probably <laughs> edit some of that out. <laughs> that's probably for the best. All right. Cool. Well, Let's talk about some heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type. But... Oh, this is, this is another um, thing where we have a bunch of characters intermingling and then doing their separate thing. And, Tony, I think you took better notes on this than I did, because I put most of my notes into that intro. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything specific where you want to start? Let's start, uh, let's just go kind of in order. So I put Alex and Nico in the same thing. Because they're mostly together. But really, starting with Nico getting training from Tina. Uh, So, Nico thinks it's a family heirloom. Tina says it's technology that Wizard made. But she really got it from Jonah. Right? She, so, 
I mean, she doesn't say that. She says the material it's special, and I think the implication is in the flashback. She says she got it from Jonah. Like she's sleeping with it. Oh, hmm. Okay. I mean, I so I had assumed that she got whatever material to make it from Jonah. Mm -hmm. But you're you're right. She does say two different things in this one episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jonah could have just given her something and then she was like, well, let me see what happens when I hit it with a hammer uh, and make it look <laughs> nicer than just, uh, you know, a brick of metal. Or, yeah, or he stole it from the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum somehow. And this is actually magic, not science oh. that we don't understand yet. <laughs> so it's actually magic, but she had to convert it so that way she can control it by not knowing magic. Oh, it's like uh, Doctor uh, Doom did it. I mean, he's Doctor Doom, and Doctor Doom <laughs> combines technology with science. It's all coming together. Yeah, that's true. That's his thing. Okay, <laughs> all right, that makes sense. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm fine with it. So Jonah is actually Doctor Doom, which is <laughs> why Doctor Doom hasn't shown up in the MCU yet. This is the first uh, instance <laughs> that we've gotten of a variant moving to a different dimension. Okay, yeah, that's it. Yep. Um. Yeah, so apparently it stabs her every single time uh, because DNA. But if you're a daughter who has half their chromosomes from her father, you still have similar enough DNA to wield this magic wand. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. Um, I mean, it's just like... Um... Uh, I don't know if this is still something that can be done, but uh, back when uh, phones first had uh, got like fingerprint sensors to, to unlock, mm -hmm. um, I mean, again, early days of that stuff, um, family members could unlock each other's phones, like uh, a child or like a, a close sibling, that kind of thing. Definitely mm -hmm. twins. That one probably is still. Um, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, it does suck that it has to stab you every single time. That <laughs> one know. feels excessive. <laughs> but it also makes me uh, have a couple of assumptions about um, other things about Tina. But okay. Something in this episode or something you want to bring up later? Now I'm curious. Oh, God, no. No, that's way too adult, Tony. <laughs> I have no idea, but okay. <laughs> it's going way over my head. <laughs> That's fair. It wasn't even a good joke. Uh, just let's just ignore it and move on. <laughs> All right. But so yeah, so uh, Nico and Alex go on their mission to uh, go into Tina's office, or actually go into the server room first, right? Mm -hmm. For a a cybersecurity company, they have the most lax security. <laughs> oh God, yes, yeah. Um. Tony, let me tell you the little bit that I know that that has been like published about um, Microsoft's servers in their Azure cloud stuff for like physical security. Yes. Um, when you go into the like, just go to the, the server, like the facility, once you've like shown ID and they've like processed and made sure like that you are, you know, the person in your ID and you're allowed to be there. Um, you uh if you're 
a guest, like actually even you're an employee, like it's your, your day job, like to work there, you know, you, you, uh, go past security. They have like the, the two door system, uh, kind of thing. Uh, when you're actually in the room with the servers, another scenario where someone has to let you in, but you go into a room, the room you're in weighs you like checks how, how much you weigh. And then if you come out and you weigh any more or less, then you either took something or left something in there. So you either have to go get it back. Cause like, Oh, maybe you forgot your backpack. Um, mm-hmm. Or like you put something into one of the, the servers. So like, there's that kind of level of security, you know, plus cameras all over the place. Yeah. Um, you know, things like that. Oh, no, nothing metal. You, you cannot have uh, uh, anything metal. Uh, the, one of the stories I read was from someone who was visiting. Uh, they got to get the tour, um, but they were told that they had to take their belt off. So they had to like walk around holding their pants up, which was kind of funny. Um, so yeah. you can't so just sneak in and then, uh, you can't just sneak in, go up the elevator, and just be fine. And then, when there are no USB ports or Ethernet ports, go to the CEO's office immediately. Yeah, unfortunately, um, yeah, that's that is definitely a downside to Microsoft's cloud. You're not able to just walk into the CEO's office to copy everything that is on their servers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, they didn't just walk in. They knew their password, which the I... The password was a blood fingerprint? No. I mean, the password, too. That's yeah, right. that's true. In her office. But, like, to get into her office, uh, Alex says the password's password. I think he's hiding something. Because he's, like, made it pretty obvious he's hiding something. But, God damn it, if the password is password. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just lost I mean, I... all respect for Tina. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so I do not remember what the password is. Do, do you have an assumption? Like, do you have a guess what you think it is? It's like Amy or Nico's birthday or something. Something you also shouldn't use as a password, but at least it's it's going to be sentimental. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was going to go with like Amy's birthday or something, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but they sneak in. Um. There are obviously no cameras, as we said, and then they hide behind the desk and here. Uh, Tina crying. So I feel like Carolina is, or not Carolina, Nico is going to flip flop on whether her parents are good or bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she does kind of a little bit at the end. Right. Yeah. Do, mur- do murderers cry like that? Like, yes. <laughs> not all of them. Some of them are legit psychopaths, but some yeah. also have emotions. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. People like, are complicated. The... <laughs> <laughs> yes. I know you're still a teenager and you don't understand that, but. That's how, that's how people work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else for Alex and Nico? Um, oh yes, actually. Uh, well, not together, but I do have something for Nico specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the end of this, when her and Alex make it back down, uh, back into the gala, and she's like, she finds out that. Um, it was from Chase, right? They were like, hey, did we miss anything? And Chase is like, yeah, apparently our, our parents are having an affair. And Nico's like, your your dad and my mom? Like, nope. Your mom and my mom? No, no your, your dad. Like, she had, like, she would, she could have gotten, like, three more guesses yeah. and still would not have said her dad. Yep. 
<laughs> it's like my 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 mom and Alex's mom. <laughs> like everyone except for my dad are in a polygamous relationship. <laughs> I mean, that just shows how much she, how much respect, or maybe just how I don't know how much respect or how little she thinks of her dad. Does she think he's not bold enough, or she thinks he would never do something like this? I, I think it's the the latter. I I think she I think she she genuinely loves her dad, yeah. um, and like does not think anything bad of him, even though he is one of the people in the murder cult. That's true, um, because she yeah, like she she doesn't get along with her mom a lot worse. Yeah, it, it, and it's so much easier to just direct all of that at at her mom because she's used to fighting with her all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was a scene earlier in this episode where, um she was at her, her house and she was going to go to Carolina's to like get ready. Um, and they were like her and her parents were in, in her room in Nico's room. And so as she was walking out, she like s- playfully stuck her tongue out at her dad or something. And they had like yeah. this you know, thing. So like, yeah, they, they, they do a good job of showing that their relationship between those two father daughters is pretty good. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> one of the few good parent child relationships in this show, yeah, I well, uh, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about Caroline. Caroline and Frank have a good relationship, and I really think like Gert's parents are weird, but they're trying to be good parents. <laughs> other than the whole murder stuff, but <laughs> yeah, I I don't think they're bad parents. I think they're very swept up in their work kind of yeah. parents. That that's the impression that I've gotten. So they're not like. They're not always around, but not in not in a bad way, but more of like they they could be there, there's room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to move on to Carolina? Because like, yes, her yeah. stuff interacts with other people's stuff, too. Yes. Yeah. So so much. <laughs> but yeah. So let's see. Where do we want to start with her? Um, I mean, her prepping getting ready for the gala or there was a little bit yeah that. yeah i mean the only other thing is uh her paintings uh and her talking to her ge- grandfather her dad about her grandfather's paintings mm-hmm. um yeah there's not much to say there's stuff i remember that is coming up later that i don't really want to get into but yeah she's realizing that her grandfather saw other people glow like she does Mm-hmm. Or he was on peyote or something like that. <laughs> Maybe that's what happens when you go ultra. You see people that color. Or when you go ultra, you are that light up color. We still yeah. don't know what happens when you go ultra. I mean, honestly, nothing. Nothing happens when you go ultra. <laughs> oh. Well, okay then. Yeah. Because this play, this thing is a scam. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> uh, like every celebrity religion. Pretty much. Yep. Gaborum, keto, etc. <laughs> yep. Um, but her alienness, uh, realizing she is different. I mean, I don't know if she realizes she's an alien. Uh, but realizing she is different is allowing her to like accept herself more. Uh, she almost comes out uh, to Nico about her feelings towards women before Gert and Molly come in and ruin everything. 
Yeah, so this is something um when I first watched the show, because I am so bad at picking up on any of that kind of stuff, like the subtle stuff of things. Yeah. Um, I remember um it became it was like very obvious in the season finale. And I like did not pick up on that at all <laughs> throughout the, <laughs> really? the season. Yes. And so like like watching this episode, episode six of ten, I'm like Oh man, this was like very obvious. I am so bad at picking up on the yeah. subtlety. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been like looking yeah. for it as the season's been going. And yeah, yeah even last episode when she walks in on Nico and Alex kissing. Yeah, they, they've actually had other subtle yeah. hints too, because I've, I've been specifically looking for them too. Like uh, also in last episode, uh, there was uh, a point where she was like looking at nico like like looking at her mm -hmm. like at, they were in a group setting they were at the the coffee shop and like i think at one point um carolina like puts her hand on on nico's shoulder that kind of thing so yeah um stuff stuff like that and that yeah it's been even getting more and more but mm -hmm. yeah. yeah even the first episode she's looking at the two women at the party before she glows and passes out oh yeah i missed that okay yeah. <laughs> but yes they, they so did a I good guess... job of knowing where they were headed <laughs> Yeah, guess like she doesn't explicitly come out, so I guess spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, spoilers. She's an alien. Uh, they don't say that. That's true. I did kind of <laughs> cover that in Easter eggs last week, so <laughs> that's why yeah, I didn't yeah. have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah, in the comic, she is. She finds out. Um, I don't remember them saying that in season one. Like, I I think they don't say it until season two. But well, I'm I'm gonna look out because I'm I I'm curious. But so far, they say it in season one, but I mean, we'll find out. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I, um, Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Carolina, though, is not ready to come out to everyone because when Gert tries to get her to come out, she like turns on her. Yeah, but I mean, again, the way Gert does it is so. Yeah. Uh, Gert. <laughs> yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, she, yeah, she wasn't, a, like, doing herself a favor. Yeah. Uh, one thing, like... Another thing, I mean, I keep harping on how unlikable Gert is. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, when, you know, Chase is trying to pair off with Carolina, Alex is trying to pair off with Nico, uh, she says something like, dating is so heteronormative, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, no. Because, like, gay, bi, trans, every, not every, but no matter what your orientation is, a, a lot of people date. Mm hmm Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, you obviously don't realize what the word heteronormative means. Yes. Also, she just wants to hide the fact that she's completely into Chase, even yes. though it's the the generic thing right I, I think that's what she's yeah. like she doesn't want to admit to everyone that she's into the sports guy yes because that's that would be anti-feminist in her mind mm -hmm. yeah but yeah um i've got a question i probably what? have an answer but not a good one yeah so, well, Carolina and Chase, this kind of goes into Carolina and Chase getting on the roof and then Molly seeing them on the roof. Mm -hmm. Do Molly, Gert, not Molly, Gert, Molly, 
Carolina and Chase have any roles in the plan to get the video? Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, now that I think about it, no. At best, they were supposed to be lookout. Like, if they were going to do anything. But no, that was Gert. Gert was like the distraction. Uh, and then... And I, I feel like they just got lucky with with that, with Gert. Um, but we can talk about that later. Uh, yeah, they were just there to yeah, I mean, keep up appearances. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like... Okay. I'm not, I was going to say no offense, but... No, full offense against Gert. <laughs> uh, um... Carolina should have been the flirt slash distraction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and that's what I was saying, like where they get lucky with Gert because uh, Gert knew the guy. book the guy was reading and then they nerded out together. And then later the guy realized she's still in high school. So he stopped flirting with her, I think. Um, yeah. Where the beardy guy made it creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then the bearded guy showed up and like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then it got worse. Yeah. Um, I think... Other than that. Yeah. I'm wondering, did Nico, because this is her mom's company, did Nico know who was on guard and like, hey, this guy's pretty nerdy. Gertz may be more his speed than Carolina. <laughs> That's possible. I don't know. Like, like maybe she does. I can't imagine she spent a lot of time there. Like, enough to know the guy guarding the elevator up to yeah. the all of the offices, I assume. I don't, I, mean, I don't know what he's guarding. Well, like, it's the elevator that, yeah, goes to all the offices and the server room, but I'm sure when they had a better relationship, Nico probably spent time with her mom in her office. Yeah. And they had a different person yeah, there. Because that guy did seem change. like he's 19. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's He's working... At like seven PM on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Well, so back to uh Carolina. Um Yeah, so like she was excited earlier that maybe this is like her new lease on life. She doesn't have to be who um her parents, her mom expects her to be. But now she is like, screw everything. My life's a lie. She doesn't, because she glows. Which is true. Her life was a lie. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I, I really think it was, because she didn't get really angry until Gert, like, yeah. confronted her about it, right? And I think, I, I feel like that's probably the, the the big thing that that set her off with with all this other stuff. That's true. Um, yeah, but she's on the edge, and Chase is there, and uh, she falls off the roof, and luckily Chase grabs her bracelet and pulls it <laughs> off on accident. Oh yeah, she would not have thought to take that off midair. Like, oh god, no. can I fly? Maybe. Oh ah, no, no, she would have just she would have died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've just realized how on the nose it is that the girl, the woman who finds the, who's figuring out that she's a lesbian, turns rainbow colored. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think her uh, or Chase kissing her and her obviously not being into it is like really confirming it for her. Because like she was a pretty sheltered, like millennial face of the church. Do you think she's ever kissed a guy? Or has she been like so closed off? That's uh ooh, um hmm. I mean there have to have been church parties. Maybe they played spin the bottle when they were like fourteen on like a Friday night party with the church. I like I'm I'm stretching, but like yeah. that's entirely possible that something like that happened. Yeah, but also it's possible that I like Carolina would also, in my mind, would be like no, I need to be perfect because I'm the face of the church and my mother expects me to be so. Like, it's not what she wants to do, but she would not participate in something like that before this. That's true. Yeah, she was definitely that kind of um, very into it because that's the family thing. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's also true. Yeah. Yeah, this could have very well been her first kiss. Yeah. And then she like that confirmed it for her. She is not into mm-hmm. dudes. Yeah. Or at a minimum, not Chase. But yeah, probably well, yeah. not. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, the last thing I have for just Carolina is that Jonah meets her, and he's just really creepy about it. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, he's had so much time to plan. Like, come on, have a little speech ready or something. Yeah. Like, like creepily kissing her hand. I mean, I know he's trying to be charming, and he's probably like. Based on his wrinkly body, he was probably at least 150 years old. So it might be charming 150 years ago, but now it's just creepy. Well, I mean, it, he is supposed to be some European donor, so it's just normal European. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we're not on Jonah yet, but he doesn't even have a fake accent or a mustache <laughs> or something. Wear a beret, Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, something beret monocle. That could be, Monica, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, fanny yeah, yeah. I, I can't think of anything else. Yeah. Um. No, fanny packs are back, man. Uh, at, according to the kids in middle school. So oh. that's that's American. Okay. All right. Well, then never mind. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you want to go to Molly or Gert? Uh, let's go to Gert. Now, is Gert just going to hate herself forever for flirting with a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think so. No, I think she'll get used to it. She just spent so much time hating on men for ruining everything, which is fair. Uh, but I think she's all right. <laughs> this, okay. this also could be the first time she was flirting with someone. Again, I we mean, have no idea what they've done before this TV show. Um, I mean, she's flirted poorly with Chase. She's flirted poorly with Chase. All right, so she's had a little bit of practice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, anyone's opening line is like, what was it, like cockroaches, right? Or something like that? I don't remember. And she was talking about the metamorphosis. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're talking to him. Sorry, I I thought you said that she said that to to Chase. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, cockroaches. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, again, like I said earlier, she got lucky with this guy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's all I have for Gert, because we kind of talked about her with Carolina and other stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. All right, Molly. God, Molly. <laughs> she is just out to ruin the plans. Yeah. I mean, much. again, yeah, again, young kid. She's 14, right? Something like that. 13, maybe. Yeah, she's a freshman. So, yeah, 13, 14. Right, so she, uh, I, I, I've got nothing else. I mean, she, she wants to talk to Catherine, and she basically just tells Catherine, "Hey, I saw everything. Tell me about my parents before something happens to you, and you can't tell me." Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then pretty much tells her that, like, oh, we saw some weird robes, but didn't see it. If she said. But I don't know anything about you murdering a person. She would have been. It would have been just as good. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have liked that a bit more. But yes, yeah, that's exactly. Uh, all right. I don't have anything else for Molly. How about you? No, just okay. just disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's it for our heroes. Do you have anything else? No. No, I'm good. All right, cool. Let's let's uh, take a quick break and talk about our villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, I have got a list of names, and yours is in red, underlined. Uh-oh. It's underlined. I check it once, then I check it twice. Tony, why? Because you're Santa Claus? Exactly. Because of what you made me do, Tony. You made me break into a high-tech company and download a ton of proprietary data. And I couldn't have done it without this week's sponsor, Prank Helpers. Once I lost my bet with Tony, I was double-dog dared, and Prank Helpers did everything they could to help me prepare for what my lawyer calls a federal crime. No matter, I got away with it. With Prank Helpers, I got smarter and harder just in the nick of time. They provided the planning and the training to make sure I pulled off my prank. With our friends at Prank Helpers, you'll be telling people to look what they just made you do in no time. Use promo code MCU Rewind to not be pranked when you walk into their building. I have no idea how you use that promo code before you walk into the building, though. So you're <laughs> on your own. <laughs> That's the prank. Oh, 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 I shouldn't have said it. Great. Now yep. everyone knows. Ruined it. Oh, well. Ruined it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. I guess we should go to 15 years ago. Go, go. (laughs) Um, Jonah gave him that house. So, like, that kind of answers a question. Jeffrey didn't build the sacrifice chamber. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we, we, (laughs) you had that question back in week one or two. That makes perfect sense. It it just came with the that chamber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Jonah used to live in. 
Yeah. I mean, in the house, not the chamber. He might have lived in the chamber. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, we don't know what he does. We haven't seen him out in the daylight yet, so we don't know if he can be in the daylight. Um, that's, that's true. So it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we also know we talked about this earlier. Tina got her staff from him. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are some of the most influential people in Los Angeles, right? This, this yes. the pride, but mm-hmm. they are being um given their powers by. We don't know his deal yet. Alien, extra dimensional, immortal. Some he has some type of. Inhuman power, maybe not inhuman, maybe even inhuman. We don't know, but so like conspiracy theorists in this world are probably right. Oh God, yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, there's more conspiracies, um, and they're all true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. They there, there must be so many. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a world where you're like, you know. This is definitely the thing that I learned from movies uh, where this could be it. But it also could just be a normal situation. And I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Should I avoid it or lead into it? Yeah. yeah. The fact that in one dimension, like the Illuminati runs the world. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, So, I mean... What we do see in this scene is, you know, what you've already said, that they get all of their their stuff essentially from Jonah, right? The the Wilders got $5 million and a kick-ass house. Mm-hmm. Um, the Minorus got Tina's staff. Um, and so far, that's kind of all we know. So we don't know the Steins, we, uh, what they got. Uh, but they did get something. Um I bet we know that insight. because Leslie said it. Yeah, it yeah. could be. I, I, I'm pretty sure we'll find out later on. But and yeah. then the Yorks got like medical stuff, like some medical of their medical advancements is from him. Okay, all right. We don't see in the flashback, but they do talk about it a little bit when they're healing Victor. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so basically, yeah, he he did all that stuff for them. I know we will get more details later as time goes on, but mm-hmm. he did it to get them here to, um, well, not to prank them. <laughs> maybe <laughs> make... maybe he thinks it's a prank. <laughs> yeah, well, to make sure that when he gets all wrinkly, he will be alive again. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's for for him. Um, I yeah. I mean, he could have just gotten them to do it without, um, like, w- without giving them anything. But I guess at least he like. Well, I mean, once something so that they're kind of happy. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, once they realize that they're murdering people, don't you think if they got nothing for it, they wouldn't be down for continuing to do it to do it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Tina giving giving that wand away. Like, uh, no. <laughs> Don't need to... I, I guess I can kill a few more people for this wand. Yeah. But I'm putting a hard limit at 20. That's it. No more than 20. <laughs> hard limit. Um, yeah. 
so the only other person I have notes for is Victor, because like Victor kind of intersects with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he obviously is spying on Janet, which par for the course for a guy like Victor. Mm-hmm. Yep. But then he like, is it his brain tumor that like is ruining his impulse control? Because he's just on stage, he busts out Janet and Robert. And he doesn't seem that drunk. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think it's got to be a combination, right? Like, I think I think really he's just angry that his wife is going to leave him. I think it's yeah. that. That's and true. also, um, Pride is basically done. I think in all of their minds, they they don't have to kill anyone anymore. So they they're they're done doing Pride stuff. So this is kind of like the last one. Like, well, might as well leave with a bang. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, he passes out, and um, Jonah comes in and cures his cancer with a serum, or as far as we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't remember if he cures it or if he just makes him feel better. Um, yeah, well, but he, I guess we'll find out happier. later. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He seems yeah. happy. Yeah, at a minimum, he's better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We also see Dale like pocket uh, the serum as if um, Jonah's not going to realize that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, now let me put my one needle away and my one bottle of serum. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, maybe I forgot the serum. Okay. He's <laughs> uh, so bad at that. Uh. I mean, yeah, I'll, I think. I don't know how much I should expect of the writing of the show. Maybe it's going to turn out that um, he knew he had it and he let him take it. Or maybe they're just not going to bring the fact up that Jonah should know that the serum's missing. Yeah, could be that. Or later on, Jonah realizes, or Jonah, like, they confront Jonah about it. He's like, why would you take that? That's just so rude of you. And like oh he he did it actually notice that that could also happen i would believe yeah. any of these three things we'll find out i would even believe that they never bring up the serum again <laughs> that too i would believe any of these four things <laughs> and i don't remember what happens so we'll find yeah. out um well yeah after he's cured victor's in a really good mood and he does not seem to remember that janet's cheating on him so we'll see yeah. what happens with that too <laughs> yeah oh you know what i wonder um so whatever is used to cure victor i wonder mm-hmm. if that also wiped part of his mind which could be um whatever that serum thing is i forgot what they called it but the the thing the yeah that they were going um, to use a molly and they used them frank yeah exactly like maybe that came from this stuff and like whatever it was used was like more concentrated so it heals but it also wipes memory that, that's possible May, yeah or maybe like his cancer was on his temporal lobe right that's where your memory stored right sure why not and then he destroyed that and then part of his temporal lobe <laughs> yeah maybe that mm-hmm. well, well we'll find out won't we um any other things for the villains nope 
no that, that's it um yeah mostly a te- mostly an episode about the kids the the parents were just kind of around to slowly advance their own plot a little bit but yeah that's yeah. it um so guy in the chair guy in the chair and I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Or Frank. <laughs> yep, that's it. Just Frank. Yeah, uh, he's feeling... I don't know if he's going to... I wrote down that he's thinking about leaving the church. I don't know if he's actually going to leave the church or just like step away from being the boomer face of the church. <laughs> yeah. Or Gen X. He'd probably be Gen X. <laughs> but either way. Yeah, yeah, he would be Gen X, but it's not like anyone ever considers that, right? It's either we, we talked about true. this a while ago. You're just you're either boomer or millennial. That's it. That's yep. all that has ever been and all that ever will. It's true. Um <laughs> So apparently that mind-wiping serum, not that great, because as soon as he sees Jonah, he remembers glowy sex. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. But then again, we don't know how much he uh, interacted with Jonah outside of that. That's true. <laughs> hey, Jonah, is that a flashlight in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> oh, it's both. Okay. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then Jonah... His nefarious plans is to tell him he did go ultra. He just didn't realize it. Again, how does anyone know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll find out soon what ultra means. I, I nah. I don't remember at all. I mean, I would believe that the show would tell us. I just don't remember what that means at all. Yeah. All right. Anything else for Frank? Nope. Nothing else. That's it. All right. Uh, how about twelve percent of the plan? Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent of credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for twelve I know, hours. I know. I know. I know. You went to the Grand Canyon. He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. Twelve percent. Twelve percent. <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Nothing for me. I'm all out um, of percents of the episode. Yeah, I mean, I the only thing is like our runaway of the episode. Uh, who do you think would, should win the runaway of the episode, Al? Ooh, that's right. God, I forget this every single time. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. Carolina ran away from the party and then sort of kind of ran away from Chase, but she came back. Yeah, she went. Yeah, she went up to the roof, right? She grabbed the bottle of of vodka and went up. Um, No, I was saying that she ran away from Chase off the roof. Ah, yeah. ah, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So she had two runaways there. Um, Oh, oh, she she ran away very quickly from Jonah. Because he got creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so she she asked her, her dad for a ride home. I was going to say <laughs> Tina ran away from the situation of being embarrassed. But you're making the case for Carolina. Carolina's running away from a bunch of places. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's usually gonna be one of the teenagers because they yeah. are the runaways. So that's true. Yeah, but all right. Yeah, yeah Tina. Yeah. Tina could have been close. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think we should give it Carolina runaway of the episode. All right. Yay! Congrats! Congrats, Carolina. Yeah. All right. Um. So, Al, are you ready to rate the episode? Yes. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, uh, how many affairs do you rate this episode? This is a hard one, honestly, for me. Because, like, some actual good stuff happened. But some, mm-hmm. like, really either lazy writing or dumb writing <laughs> happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll give this episode a three. <laughs> All right. That's fair. I'm I'm in the same mindset uh, for exactly the same reasons. Um, except also, like, as time went on and get closer to the episode ending, I kept thinking, like, all right, so it's almost, a- oh, no, there's still 15 minutes left. Yeah, this This true. feels like it already ended. Uh, so it just kind of kept going, but I'm I'm still giving it three, which is okay. one more um, one more affair than we saw in the show. Yes, but probably three less than Carolee or than Nico would have suspected uh, before she <laughs> guessed her dad. <laughs> that is true. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, join us next time when we cover the next episode of The Runaways, season one, episode seven, Refraction. And remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that five-star rating. As always, this is Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Runaway Season 1, Episode 6, Metamorphosis, signing off. Have a marvelous day. (laughs) 